from Melbourne and Minneapolis. This is for Christ's sake. For the plan, Pierce was waiting in his room when Barnaby knocked on the door and entered. Hello and welcome to the show. Uh, this is uh, for Crichton's sake, and uh, that sentence was from Michael Crichton's third novel, uh, Easy Go. Mm. Um, who are you? Who am I? Uh, I'm Hugh. Who are you? I don't know. I was, I was hoping you knew. I want to say Hunter. So a couple of days of elapsed, right? Right. And um, Pierce has invited Barnaby over. Yep. And kind of alphas the uh, you know uh, nerdy little Egyptologist uh, a little bit here. He straight up cucks him. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, basically he's like, uh, you know, you want to do your pathetic little two robbery? Well, I'm going to show you how to really do it, and I'm going to get you know the same amount of money as you. <laughs> Pretty good. And also, you have to agree to me being in charge. Yeah, completely. yeah exactly, exactly. And Barnaby's um, like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, boy, going <laughs> Yeah, you can probably use your uh, car voice if we reenact any scenes. Yeah, if we, if we do uh, do Barnaby at any point. I think uh, cucks are kind of a recurring uh, character trope in... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Crichton's work because uh, you know you get uh, what was the guy uh, Ganson and and odds on that we Sal's got it kind of gets cocked and uh, <laughs> scratch one yeah <laughs> and now Barnaby um, how rude of us we've we've already started talking about this chapter and we haven't introduced our guests oh that's true <laughs> well hello I got some toast you. and some tea you've got some how uh, how are you doing you today I've come back from the dead to join the podcast Mikey. <laughs> and now I gotta go. See you later. Wait, who did you vote for? Damn it! I voted for Trump. <laughs> yeah, but as you say, I got a, I got a vodka sunrise and Cheerios right now. Yeah, all right, good. So let's uh, let's get into what this plan, the titular plan, entails, shall we? Let's do it. So the first thing that they need is they need a cover that is approved by all the uh, correct authorities. Mm-hmm. This is what Barnaby's job is going to be: is to create yeah. a a false archaeological dig, something that's not too exciting, um, in order to excuse their presence in the spe- specific part of Nuxor that they will be robbing the tomb from. Then they need a um, cash, and they cannot rely on universities or it seems like private, or I guess not private, but. Like public institutions right now, because Egyptology ain't ain't no money anymore. So they must turn to a rich benefactor, preferably eccentric. Yes, 
And then the last thing they need is, or I guess the third thing they need is help, but not natives for whatever reason. <laughs> I guess just racism. Mm-hmm. Finally, they need a way to extract all the treasure from the um, the tomb and bring it to a you know some sort of shady merchant. And this is where um, Pierce keeps his cards close to his chest because he refuses to reveal complete control. He refuses to reveal exactly how they will manage to convert the discovery into a tidy sum. He does. That's true. Barnaby just uh, straight up takes it. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't give a show. He's like, you're the boss. <laughs> there, there's a, there's a bit where, where he describes his discomfort at Pierce's asserting control, but then he just assents, you know, he realizes that he enjoys it. He assents within the span of one sentence. Yeah. So I guess that'll be sort of a twist that we'll discover at the end of the novel, probably. Yeah. So there's one other detail here about the plan. Um, mm. Please. So they're going to have this, this fake official dig. There's going to be this... Uh, representative of the government supervising them during the day. Pierce reasons that he'll be going to a nearby town to sleep during the night, um, at which point they will uh, relocate to the real site and attempt to find the, the treasure. And that's the plan. That seems like a quite a big assumption on Pierce's part, to be honest, that yeah. the supervision will be that flimsy. But And maybe uh, that'll be something that comes up later in the novel as an oversight that he makes. We'll see. Maybe. Wouldn't it be great to hear, again, I'm di- a little bit disappointed, although I'm a little happy with the progression of this novel so far and where it seems to be going. <laughs> yeah, it would be great if Pierce was like, I've worked everything out. <laughs> <laughs> with my good friend Jinx. <laughs> Told me about this supercomputer. <laughs> oh, that would be so great. Um, and I guess we should also mention that uh, part of Pierce's details is that both Barnaby and him will get 20%. And 25% will be going to their benefactor. And mm-hmm. finally, the other 35% will be spent on expenses and to the other people. Yep. Uh, and also that once they get their money, they have to let it sit in Geneva for two years. I don't know why exactly. <laughs> to avoid suspicion. Yeah, but why, why is there suddenly no suspicion after two years? <laughs> is my question. Well, not necessarily no suspicion, but less suspicion. I guess. Maybe. But if they're just digging up like a tomb that no one's found before, I, I don't know. Once they've discovered it, they won't be able to hide the fact that they've discovered it. That's true. So they'll be like, oh, so the authorities will be like, so someone has taken a valuable treasure mm. out of Egypt. So we'll be on the lookout for big windfall gains in the criminal element around the entire world. Something else that Pierce says is that each band has to come up with a credible explanation for how they came into their money. Yes. And uh, then we get a uh, titular line at the end. Belatedly titular, I guess. Yeah. To the last tomb. Maybe we should just quote it. To the last tomb. I quoted it. <laughs> and uh, that's the chapter. No, no, no. Let's do, it. let's do it justice. To the last tomb. Actually, let's act it out. Let's act it out. Let's do a segment right, of... Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's slip. Crichton Havoc and Let's Slip. Yep. Crichton So you can be Barnaby. Yeah. 
I'll be Pierce. Pierce is just an American, right? Well, I think you should give him a Chad voice, though. He is American. Okay, all right. Barnaby smiled. You know, he said, it's funny, every archaeologist who has worked at the Valley of Kings has left to visit and uncovered the last tomb to be found in the valley. Below didn't he said it, Davis said it, Maspero said it, but perhaps this really, this time it really be, will be the last tomb. All right then, Pierce said. To the last tomb of the pharaohs. To the last tomb. And that's the chapter. Join us next time, Felix. won't you? <laughs> Join us next time, won't you? On another episode of <laughs> You Must Remember This. Oh.